1: You're listening to The Jason Greger Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Experience all the excitement of the casino on your desktop or mobile device at PlayAlberta.ca. Sign up and receive a $50 welcome bonus using the promo code CASINO50. Hockey League, how you doing,
0: my man? Good. How are you doing, Jay? Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure, brother. Hey, buddy.
1: Uh, happy to have you on. There's lots going on. Uh, the All-Star break has uh, has come and gone. And, uh, you know, now we are officially a month away from the NHL trade deadline. We've already seen uh, a few deals uh, all involving the Canadian teams. Like the Vancouver Canucks are right now, like they're the hotbed of trades basically all season long. They've been involved in, in more than the rest of the, the league combined. So I guess my question to you is, well, when are the American teams going to get involved? And who do you see? Who, who do you see in the in the in the metro or the Atlantic? Let's start there. That is most in need of making a deal before the deadline.
0: Uh, most in need in the metro. Let's see. Um, well, Pittsburgh's not even in the playoffs right now, but they they need to do do something about that defense. The team defense is awful. I mean, I don't think their goaltend is an issue, but uh, they're going to have to really clean up their system too. I mean, everyone. Raved when they go out and got Carlson, and a lot of people said the guy's a great defenseman, but he doesn't play much defense. And we're seeing that with this team this year. I don't know if they the, they have the biggest needs because I don't even know if they're going to get the playoffs. But um yeah, let, let's pick on the Toronto Maple Leafs. They, they need defense probably more than more oh, than does. I mean, yeah, you know the goaltender has been great lately. That, that little break he took, they sent them down to the minors. I know he didn't play, but it, it, he could just clear his head. He's been terrific since then. Uh, Sam off, so. Uh, but it's still the same D, and that's been their bugaboo for years. And I mean, if they get the goaltend this year, then the, the defense is still uh, a flood. So um, I can't wait. Man, the trade deadlines died uh, dynamite time. Just why you brought up. Why I brought up Toronto? j what a what a time last week. Were you were you in that city last week for the All Star game? Were you out there? No,
1: I didn't. I didn't. I actually uh, went oh. with my wife. I went to. Uh... Uh, Arizona, and I went to a Post Malone concert on the uh, 16th hole at the uh, Waste Management uh, Open. It set up the, a week before. It was an unbelievable place to be. So, yeah, I took a little R&R instead.
0: Yeah, well, one, one or the other. If, if you weren't in Toronto, you were probably on vacation if you're in the hockey media world. Both. Lucky lucky you. Good for you. It was a great time. It was a terrific host city. And, you know, everywhere you looked, it was somebody from yeah. the media or uh, hockey world or whatever. So uh, a great time, great host. But, Um, Yeah, the deadline's coming. I mean, what about about Vancouver? I mean, a year ago, they looked dead in the water. Uh, Winnipeg almost as well, and then they get rid of... Wheeler, they signed the two guys, bonus round, cause of meeting, whatever. And they're, they're two different teams, and it's mm-hmm. it's wild that the both of them have done a complete 180. Man, I, I'm really looking forward to see what they do in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, uh, it, it doesn't like it. Sure, looks like Dubois and Wheeler <laughs> weren't weren't missed in Winnipeg to, to put it bluntly, um, uh, as, as the way they're going. But uh, in your hometown, the Boston Bruins, of course, you know they had the greatest regular season ever last year. Now it didn't uh, it didn't pan out because they they let's be honest, they choked and suddenly they the bed. yeah, and and they for for reasons, reasons i still don't understand went away with what got them successful by rotating their goaltenders but i look at that team and despite losing their top two centers they really haven't missed a beat do do you see them like is there one area that the bruins are going to add like do they need a winger do you still think they need a center what do you think they're going to do
0: well they definitely need a defenseman i think they they have probably too many right now where you can't have too many defensemen going to the playoffs but i would like to see a little bit more depth scoring uh maybe a middle six guy i mean i don't think they're going to get a a top line guy, but you know the way they're playing right now. I I think, I mean, last year I think they maybe made too many moves. I mean, Nick Foligno made that observation. that was not mine. He he said after the season it was almost like that the team made too many moves. They stockpiled too many guys, and then you know they they were. I think Monty was trying to play everybody everywhere, and it just kind of threw the whole rhythm of the team off. And obviously, like you just said, the goal time that was an absolute cluster for the, the way they handled that situation, but uh, yeah, I mean as a, as a big Bruins fan, I just you know get, get a little bit more scoring. But I think the defense is. Right up there, the goaltender's top-notch, and uh, yeah, it's been uh, pleasantly enjoyable. I thought they were going to struggle a lot more missing those two guys, but uh, the drop-off just wasn't as big as uh, people were are expecting it to be so far.
1: The uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, devastating news last night. Uh, Sergeyev finally gets back in the lineup, and uh, now oh, it looks man. like he might be done. Pretty emotional uh, Instagram post that he had uh, afterwards. <laughs> uh, you know what? <laughs> it was uh, it was you know, he's emotional. He's sad. He's angry. You can you could read his emotions right there. But that's a huge blow for a team that that's kind of battling now. It's Tampa Bay. I still think they'll figure it out. But all of a sudden, I think Tampa Bay, who was in a mar- who was in the market anyway for a defenseman, now might be in even you know a bigger market. And we know that ball is never afraid to just trade away draft picks and say, "I don't care about the future. We still think we can win."
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, he, as good as he is, I mean, it, it's, it's not to minimize shortage. I mean, He's a great player, but it, he is one one player, and you know, he get... For us, an 18 a- guy skate a night. I think you know a team like Tampa Bay with what with, with the players they still have, the veteran leadership, and of course the goaltender with Vasilevsky. I, I don't think it's a, an insurmountable thing. And yeah, Breesby he'll probably go out and try to get short, but you know he he typically does a great job of getting like a a veteran D who you know isn't an offensive guy and maybe not the most popular name. And, and they they just play the system well and they end up contributing. And I think you know Bogosian a couple of years ago, you know.
1: Oh yeah, no. Well, they they go out and they just find like we were talking earlier about the the Barkley Goudreau edition that was perfect for them. And I think Nick Dowd in Washington, I outlined at the start of the show. I think Nick Dowd is this year's Barkley Goudreau, and and arguably maybe better defensively. Like I looked at his numbers, him and uh, his line mate uh, Beck Malenstein, and I would actually tee them. Up. I'm telling you, Admiral, I would go out if I was a team like Edmonton or others who need a fourth line center. I would get both of them. Nobody in the NHL has more defensive zone starts. They've only, uh, they've had like 192 and 188 to two offensive zone starts of 17 and 23. Like they started and they played tough minutes. They played more tough minutes against elite than anybody in Washington and they're outscoring them. Like they, what they could do to a team is it could free up your best guys to not always have to play against the other team's best guys. And that in itself could be a, you know, if you just break even you're a team that says, hey, we'll put out our fourth line here for a few shifts a game against the other team's top guys because we're fine. And then our top guys get to take on the other team's bottom guys. That's a mismatch you'd want all day long.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on paper, anyways, but you know, like, like we go back to the Bruins, like you just talked about last year. It was just uh, you just don't know in the playoffs, man. I I can't wait to to, to see. To, I think Jay, right now, this league is as wide open as it's ever been in my lifetime. I I think the literally one of twelve or fourteen teams can win the cup this year. I know obviously Edmonton's on fire, but. I don't. Know. I, I don't think anyone's like that much of a head and shoulders favorite above really anybody else right now. Oh, that.
1: yeah, no, I would agree with you on that for sure. And so they're, you know, like Colorado is the team to me that a they need a goaltender, otherwise their goalie is going to be on life support by the time they get to the playoffs because they just they're, they're playing Georgiev way too much. Um, if you had Jake Allen or Mark Andre Fleury, which goalie do you think could give you a better chance in the playoffs?
0: Wow, I mean, obviously, you know, Mac Andre's got the, the better pedigree by dint of the cups, but you know, Jake Allen, he's 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 been not quite, you know, he's been a number one a, a couple times in his career, but he really couldn't hang on to it. But he's a guy that can, is capable of getting hot. And you know what we've seen out of Mark Andre, obviously a legend of the game, a beloved uh, player by yeah, by his PSN fans. But you know, I I don't know if we saw uh, enough uh, good play out of him last year that would you know warrant a team picking him up. But sometimes, you know, guys. Like the name, still they they they'll go on a guy who's going to be a hall of famer and uh, and hoping he, he can just pull pull a, a rabbit out of his hat. Like was he with Jonathan Quick this year. I mean, I think people thought he was going to be retired this summer and he got you know got come back in shape and he's he's basically stolen the job from Shostak right now. But uh, you know what? I'd be, I'd probably go Jake Allen just by I don't know just because the last couple of years with, with Flurry I haven't been you know particularly. Uh, I don't know, would, wouldn't, wouldn't make me run out of trade for him, I guess.
1: Yeah. Like flurry's number, like flurry's name is one thing. His attitude's unreal, but his numbers aren't spectacular. Kevin Woodley kind of outlined it for us. And, um, now I, that doesn't mean that he can't get hot. We've seen goaltenders. Like if, if anybody can accurately predict, you know, after the top five goalies, who's going to be great in the playoffs and, you know, f- hook me up because, uh, those guys will be making huge cake. Cause it's, it's, it's extremely difficult to predict kind of from year to year, uh, goalie to goalie. Uh, uh, but the other team that needs a goalie is the Carolina Hurricanes, right? Like they, like like the Hurricanes need a goalie. And to me, I still don't view them as a legit contender. Like they wouldn't be in my top five because they don't have a game breaker. It's been their problem for the last however many years. They don't have a guy in crunch time who can carry them. They got good players, you know what I mean? But they don't have like that dynamite offensive guy. I, I
0: guess you're saying I, I still think they got a, a, a pretty damn good roster. And last year, I mean. You know, they, even though they got swept on the conference they played their asses off, man. They and they just couldn't beat Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky was in the zone, and I mean, Freddie played his ass off as well down the other end. And I thought what he was in. So I know this year they've gone through five goals. Freddie's still dealing with the blood clot issue, and it's incredible that this team is. I, love, I think the second worst team safe percentage, and somehow they're they're in the running for the Metro Division. It makes no sense. It defies all logic. But yeah, uh, I, if they they go out and get a bona fide number one or. Top flight goalies, and they're going to be very dangerous. But I mean, at the same time, if Freddie, I know he's, I think he was starting to skate soon, or he may have already, but I don't know if he'll be ready for the playoffs. But after what we saw out of him last year, man, I, you know, I, I, if I was Rod, I wouldn't hesitate going back to him if he's healthy.
1: Yeah. Like, I, I think, hey, Rod, he gets his team to play hard all year long. There's no question. Uh, and then some people wonder, do they have it? Like, can they elevate? Because they just don't have like a game breaker, like Kucherov, or you go like, McKinnon or McDavid. Like, you look at the other top teams petterson right now or hughes in vancouver they like i like sebastian aho but he he wouldn't he doesn't match up against anybody else's top guy in the in like maybe maybe boston but even then no not what i'm saying he's not pasternak so no not even boston like there's no one you know and that to me i wonder if that's i get that hockey's the team game i understand it but i just i still think you need a game breaker and i don't think they have one in carolina
0: yeah, and well, I mean, so I'm not sure that cap figure, but just walked out of the house for a second. I don't know what that, how much space they got, but you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they try, try to pull something off either. Um, is there anyone you're expecting? Uh, maybe, like, a, I always say expect the unexpected to come deadline season. Anybody you're thinking that might get traded that people aren't talking about?
1: Well, I brought it up today, and I, I, I packaged up uh, Beck Malenstein with, Nick, with uh, Dowd as a duo. Like, you look at Washington, you know, they kept in the run, and they couldn't score to save their life. Those two play more minutes against, you know, they get more defensive zone starts than anyone. They're outscoring elite players. Like, it can give your team such a mismatch advantage. And, like, Dowd's going to cost a first rounder, like Barkley Goudreau did. But I don't think Malenstein costs you very much. You throw it in, and then you can convince, hey, we got two guys for the first, right? And Washington's still happy because they got the first for Dowd. So, to me, like, I, I had not seen anybody talk about Malenstein, and I would do it as a duo if I was an opposing team. So because- opposing team? Because you get two-thirds of a line. They're both penalty killers, which is what you want on your fourth line, right? There's less chance to have to waste your top six guys in penalty-killing roles, which I don't love doing anyway if I'm a coach. And then the big wild card to me to watch is uh, is St. Louis. And um, you know Pavel Buchnevich, he's got one year left at $5.8 million. Um He's basically, like in his last 180 games, he's got 180 points. Like he's a point of game guy for that's over two and a, you know, two and a quarter of a season. So that's pretty good. Um, I don't know. I, you know, they might be asking a lot, but the blues are, they're trying to transition. Right. And I could see him and I know they try to trade Krug. He turned it down. I still think they might move one of their defensemen. I just, I don't know if they want to move Pareco or if a team's going to give them what they want, but the St. Louis blues are the team for me to watch that they might end up making a pretty big splash of moving guys out.
0: Yeah. I mean, and, I think the opposite could happen too. I mean, they, were, they would look dead in the water not so long ago. They went out about 100 to one, and I mean, they've been quietly playing their asses off, creeping up on teams. Yep. I mean, I think they're the second wild card now. You know, obviously, you got to keep an eye in the future. I'm sure Doug Armstrong will do that, but also, man, you know, you got a, a goaltender who can get hot, who's, who's proven that. You can win a Stanley Cup. They got some good talent there. I, I mean, I, I don't know if they're gonna go all in, but I would be surprised if they go the other way and make a move. Just try to try to. Maybe you can pick up a defenseman or a forward and make a run out of here. And, but, you know, if, uh, again, if Armstrong can dump a guy and get, you know, draft picks and, and draft picks for the future, you know, it, it's a kind of a, a catch 20. But I, I'll tell you, though, San Francisco, St. Louis, they've really been creeping up on everybody lately. I know it seems like nobody's talking about them, but I think they could definitely do some damage with that roster and, again, with Bennington.
1: Yeah. And, and hey, I, p- I picked the Blues a few weeks ago to make the playoffs on on, the, on the, our rundown podcast with Frank, and he's like, are you kidding me? I'm like, no, the Blues are good. But here's the thing Armstrong has set on record. That he's willing to, you know, kind of, move. he thinks that they're not there yet and they could retool. And so that makes me wonder that even though his team's playing well, if somebody offers him what he wants, he might move out one of those guys. And, and Bucinavich is, is a point-of-game player that no one talks about as a point-of-game player.
0: Yeah, he definitely gets overshadowed. And, and I'm not sure if you saw, I saw Twitch's quotes the other day about, you know, Philly having to make the trades and, he, and he's, you know, he's all in. Say said, we got to get rid of a guy in this room and that's going to help the future then, then then do it make it happen. Of course, I think Philly is a little closer to the bottom than St. Louis is, so I don't think St. Louis is playing on bottom and out. But it, it is interesting how uh, with the philosophy and how they're going to play it. But I don't know. I, I wouldn't count St. Louis out, man. I, like I said, they still got a lot of that pedigree from the cup them team. And and Bennington, I know he can be hot and cold, but when he's hot, man, he, he's among the best in the league.
1: Yeah, when he's hot, you're right. He can uh, he can get into it. Um, the the Dallas Stars are the other one. I can't get a read on the Stars. Um, you know they're a good team. I don't know, uh, you know what they're uh, what they're going to be looking for, but th- they're maybe my surprise team because I have no idea what they're going to do.
0: Yeah, it, uh, like uh, Ottinger, man, he was you know kind of exploded on the scene a couple playoffs ago at that outstanding series he had versus Calgary, and uh, he you know he kind of hasn't been uh, the same since. I know he had a couple injuries, but he hasn't like just sort of jumped off the page. He's had a couple good games, I'm, I'm uh, but he's he's not a, a guy I'm, I haven't been betting Dallas a ton this year because I haven't been sold on him winning as many games as he did last year, but. Uh, at the same time, that, that's a team, you know, you got Sagan, Ben, all, all kinds of veteran leadership, Pavelski, got Robertson, you know, you a young, budded superstar, I mean, a pretty damn good defense, you know, Heiskanen, uh, Norris Trophy candidate, but if, if Watergate can, you know, kind of straighten out his game, then, yeah, I, I, I would consider them, I'm sure, a contender, and, you know, it's still, still a lot of hockey left, but he hasn't done, he hasn't been the, the same guy that we've seen the last couple of years, but the thing about goalie's been, I mean, he hasn't been awful, let me clarify, but. You know, he, he's kind of set a standard. But the thing about goalies, they could turn around in two, three games, as we see all the
1: time. Yeah. Admiral, as always, buddy, we appreciate it. Thanks for this. We'll talk to you again soon. Anytime, Jay. Thanks, bye, man.
2: Market.